and thus we have heard. Yoga, you see, is based on the point of view, Lee, on the view of the cosmic as comic. Life is an hysterical drunk, <laughs> you see. The yoga, who says, better sit, wishes to be as little drunk as possible, you see. To move, live is to laugh, be hysterical. Yoga, yuck, yuck, yolk of egg, eggshell, ego shell, yolk, New York, literally the sleeping servant. God who bless been... Gary Snyder. Between 1962 and 1967, the deliberate destruction of plots of rice, manioc, beans, and other foodstuffs through herbicidal spraying, the word deliberate is used here to exclude the many reported instances of accidental spraying of Vietnamese plots, increased 300-fold from an estimated 741 acres to 221,312 acres, and by the end of 1969, the Vietnamese crop-growing area that since 1962 had been sprayed with herbicides totaled at least half a million acres. But then in many areas, the original purpose of the defoliation had then been all but forgotten. The military had discovered that a more effective way of keeping roadsides clear was to bulldoze them. But by the time of that discovery, defoliation had settled in as a general policy and taken on a life of its own. Operating simultaneously from all the alpine regions of the earth, they began to dry up the great rivers at their sources. And venturing further afield, they spread over jungle and agricultural land and stripped off every leaf. Valley after valley was devastated as though by endless swarms of locusts, so that in whole countries there was not a green blade left. The booty was carried off to Mars. Myriads of the sub-vital units specialized for transport of water and food materials were loaded, each with a few molecules of the treasure, and dispatched to the home planet. The traffic continued indefinitely. Meanwhile, the main body of the Martians proceeded to explore and loot. They were irresistible. For the absorption of water and leafage, they spread over the countryside as an impalpable mist, which man had no means to dispel. For the destruction of civilization, they became armies of gigantic cloud jellies, far bigger than the brute which had formed itself during the earlier invasion. Cities were knocked down and flattened, human beings masticated into pulp. Man tried weapon after weapon in vain. <laughs> I don't care which 
romantic Hollywood land of enchantment. Since its humble beginnings as a subdivision way back in 1926, this glamorous name has suggested high life among the rich and the famous. As Hollywood grew, new and even more glamorous residential areas erupted. Yes, Beverly Hills, Brentwood, Laurel Canyon, Eatondale. Ah, yes, glamorous Eatondale. And no more famous address can be found in this posh community than the one we visit now. Ladies and gentlemen, we take you to the home of the fire sign theater. Here we are, 23, Skid Row. Dwight Yeast, rising young comedian. Yep. Yes. Oh, Dave, this is the Department of Christmas presents I forgot to give David. Wow. Oh, down you. Mamory Lane. For you, Philly Automoto. A small cellophane bag of what I think are Chinese non-psychedelic mushrooms, oh. labeled cloud ears. Cloud Two ears? Cloud ears. It was Two the war against the cloud sets. clan. That oh, was the boogie. that's nice. Thank Being you. sold now oh. in Chinatown. Cloud ears. Los right, cloud I'll ears. pin it up above my desk along Jim with and Jaime the rest cloud. of the ears. Right. Thank you. As ears go by, it's an old... You're, come in. Yeah, come in. Huh? Who is, I'm not expecting Who is oh, Who is it. Oh, it's you Ban the Terrible. Hello. Oh, hi there. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, it's so nice to have you here. How are you, Terrible? Oh, wonderful. Listen, I've got some great poems from the Russian underground that I'd like to read for you today. Prikrasna. How are the subways? Horror show. Horror show. And they're just like dvoryets, you know, which is the Russian word for palaces. They have oh. magnificent statues of strong men and beautiful women. Not necessarily in that order. Strong men and beautiful women? Yes, and pictures of, of Lenin and uh, all those other groovy Lenin cats. Lenin hang out, isn't that what it says? Uh, yes, that's what it says wall, in Russian. Right. No, I'd like to read for you, please, a poem <laughs> called Chastushki. <clears throat> there is no bridge over the river. One must wade to cross it. Don't long to go to the west. Rather do just the opposite. To the district committee we wrote an application. My resolution is, wherever my dearest goes, I go with him. We leave the capital. The far country appeals to us. We decided to get married there, even in a mere hut, finding our paradise. For one infidelity only can I forgive my friend. He fell in love with Lena, the deep river. Colina said to Petya, We must go to the construction. Petya went to the construction. Colina went to his mother-in-law to eat pancakes. Three days ago, a bureaucrat came to propose to Genia. Genia was at home, but said, No one home. My Genia, my dear, has a velvet hat. Under this hat there is nothing, only a head of hair. For constructing... He used iron and concrete. His recipe, one gram of concrete, but one ton of iron. Don't be angry with me. I'm not going to the dance. I am leaving for the east to build an atom station. Yeah. 
Oh, what about the cheese? What about the shrimp? Well, that was a that wonderful guy. poem. That terrible. was wonderful. Yes, for really a foreigner, nice. I thought you read that real good. Thank you. That's translated from an original Soviet song. I thought mm -hmm. I, I did thought the translation was, myself. I thought that was a Chekhov play. Here's a like Russian Ronin. joke. Huh? Can't check it off that easily. <laughs> <laughs> Word games, prekrasna. Yeah. Hot show to you too. Yeah, man. boy. Yeah. <clears throat> well, listen, I have a bit of uh, miscellaneous information <clears throat> for uh, lovers of Griffith Park. Oh, oh, the big bummer. Yeah, this the big is bummer of the week. Uh, this big is bummer, bummer of the week of time. Did I have an announcement? Yes, sirree, right in front of where the old zoo, which I used to visit many years ago, and uh, so did we all who lived here in this wonderful place, I it is still there, there for a week right, ago, in front of that mother. zoo, where that zoo used to be, there is a Colonel Sanders fried chicken and a, uh, a hamburger stand with a gigantic, huge, plastic, revolving, red sign right in front of where the merry-go-round is, and it's terrible. Oh, sounds, that's just, my bummer of the week. Great. Oh, How about really, that? Well, I think it's wonderful. I really got into fried, that too. You've got a Everybody should go by and see that. chicken stand right in front of the old zoo, you know, and you get these weird legs, but they're all covered with batter. That, that is a chicken. Chicken. That's hippopotamus. That's they serve. Oh come on! Oh yeah. Every once in a while, you'll get a stick that weighs eight hundred pounds. I tell you, this is chicken, right? It's got batter on it. An ibex, right? Dollar ninety, half pound of ibex. Something that looks a lot like a sheep head, right? Or a zebra foot. They got a little batter on it. This is a you want to know how the Eskimos feel about it? This is how the Eskimos feel about it. The Eskimos have a word for it. Right. Dun, 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 the greatest dun. peril of life lies in the fact that human food consists entirely of souls. Mm. Mm. All the creatures that we have to kill and eat, all those that we have to strike down and destroy to make clothes for ourselves, have souls like we have. Mm. Souls that do not perish with the body and which must therefore be propitiated lest they should revenge themselves on us for taking away their bodies.